Pittsburgh, a city known for its brooding gothic horror. Between these three rivers flow rivers of blood, where they'll put french fries on your sandwich at Pramani Brothers or blood in your vodka at Elysium. This is the Stream of Blood podcast, and you're listening to Vampires of Pittsburgh, our ongoing Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle. I'm Jared Logan, the storyteller. I'm joined by Ross Bryant as Curtis Krieger, Ashley Birch as Jen Brown, and Abubakar Salim as Lucius Ali. You can watch our game streamed every week at twitch.tv forward slash stream of blood. Drink deeply, my friends, and enjoy. Hello, I'm Jerry Logan, and this is Vampires of Pittsburgh Lockdown. We are so happy that you've joined us. I am fresh out of the shower. I feel like I still have shower face. I, sometimes I feel like I should somehow learn how to get pink because my skin is so pale that even just a, a lukewarm shower makes me blotchy, and, and well, I guess that's how I get pink. I get all pink from the shower. My hair's still wet. I got my coffee here. Uh, I've, I've described it as my Vitae. Uh, and we are here to present to you another chapter in our ongoing Pittsburgh saga. Yeah, hashtag get blotchy. There it is, baby. That's the Jared Logan catchphrase. Uh, shellfish or a shower will make you hashtag get blotchy. Um, guys, uh, this saga that we are uh, painting for you, our, our players and, and myself are collaborating to paint this dark, gritty, a uh, saga of lost humanity uh, and humanity regained, question mark, uh, in the future. Um, and uh, I'm so happy that you can be here with us to 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 view it. Um, let's bring in our players and let's start because uh, we have a lot of game to get to today. And uh, I, I'm gonna, I think I need to do a little recap when we start. So let's go into the real dark world of Vampires of Pittsburgh. Uh, uh, a year ago, uh, these vampires broke the masquerade and there were consequences. The Second Inquisition is uh, all throughout the city, burning havens and uh, hunting down every kindred in sight. Um, they have uh, gone to ground inside uh, Steel City Tanning, a tanning salon in the Squirrel Hill District. Um, and a uh, brief recap on our last episode uh, they were approached by a uh, an older vampire, someone who claimed to have been a, a player in the city in the past, who offered to um, kind of help them try to break the Inquisition's hold on the city. But he was a creep, and uh, for many very good reasons, they distrusted him. And so they decided not to uh, take Marius Sakura's offer to ally himself with them. They went back to their haven, um, very hungry, uh, several of them, and uh, Lucius Ali, as he is wont to do as a catalyst for change, decided to um, try to recruit his own uh, follower or helper or ally by taking uh, the dead body, the, the fried body, not quite dead, the torpored body of a vampire they had found and uh, feeding it his blood and awakening it, which created a whole set of issues uh, with it trying to eat him alive inside of his tanning bed. Uh, and then Jen Brown, uh, the, uh, you know, person who's frantically trying to hold this group together had to kind of um, confront him about that uh, in a very uh, 
in a very meaningful way. Uh, meanwhile, our good friend Curtis Krieger, he uh, was so hungry that he had to go out on a hunting expedition that, uh, you know, kind of showed us the relationship between him and his ghoul, Brad, a little more, which is that Brad is now, Brad Lockwood is procuring you food, but Brad is more and more asking for a, a little bit in return, a little bit, of, a little taste. Um, mm -hmm. So all of that happened. And the final thing that uh, we were confronted with was that the vampire that Lucius had awakened, um, you guys let her kind of rise. You you kind of decided to start to parley with her. Um, uh, and uh, she is a uh, beautiful, looks like a very young woman, but clearly kindred, clearly not pink. Um, currently, she's half burnt up the side of her body because she's only half healed from the horrible um, wounds that she took that put her into torpor. And I would like to set a scene right away today uh, right, right where we left off, she's just suddenly like come back to life, and she's like, oh, "I can hear the ghosts, man!" Uh, and she's like looking at her burnt body, and she looks up at all of you. And I'm going to see if she remembers who you are, because Curtis Krieger and Jen Brown, you've met this vampire before. Goo. Mm -hmm. You're not sure. She's like. <laughs> Thank you. Feel much better. Did we do anything terrible to her that um, one day? I don't remember doing anything terrible to her, to her specifically, but we did bust up her haven pretty good. Yeah, we busted up yeah. her haven pretty good. You kind of broke up her coterie, busted up her haven. This was back when you were working for the Camarilla early in the series. Um, and you do uh, possibly remember her name, which is Alice. She's part of the Thruple? He was uh, no, that was that was called the blood dance. She was part of Buddy's coterie back in that garage, right, right. all the yeah, way motorcycle, back. Uh, in fact, garage. you might not know her name. So if she shares it, she's like, "I'm Alice." Where am I? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, sort of look at Alice and just like slowly stroke the burnt side of her face, and I'm going to say, "You must be very hungry." How are you feeling? Maybe, maybe uh, Curtis just kind of look, looks over at Jen when that happens. Like, <laughs> I'm starving, baby. Real hungry. Mm. Yeah, I could perhaps, use a snack. Perhaps it would be best if maybe we um, spent this night to recuperate ourselves and. Gather some food. What do you say, Jen and Curtis? I might have a less dangerous way of getting her some food with Curtis's help. Yeah, all right, I'll give you a hand. But I mean, um, Brad can help us out if it comes to that. Although you guys are pretty hungry, aren't you? I'm, I'm now not as hungry. You're not as hungry. Let me you're say this. Hungry. I'm. Yeah, I'm a three. You're in trouble. Yeah, you're a three. Um, let's. Okay. Well, that's not trouble quite, but you, yeah, you're you're quite hungry. Look, uh, I think everybody should take their resolve back in willpower because they uh, they have uh, you did a deal with a crisis uh, 
in the last episode. So um, you do recover uh, the result, the number of dots you have in resolve, you recover that in willpower. And um, yeah, the hunger stays the same though, because we haven't gone to sleep and woken up again. So uh, this is uh, happening. Ooh, the same am I night. at three or am I at four? Sorry. That's okay. I think you might be at four, but I, I always I trust, the player. Four, right? trust the player. I think so. Yeah, no, okay. yeah. I think I'm at four. Yeah, I'm at four. Sorry, so I'm Ooh, hungry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you got me down. Yeah, because I was five, and then you got me down to one, which kind of made me like. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm four. So I'm right. Hungry. Yeah. <laughs> um, Alice is kind of like, uh, where am I? And she's kind of walking out of this little room where the tanning bed that she was in is is in, and trying to walk out into the common room. I'm gonna pull her back and say not yet and kind of lead her back to sit down to sit to try and sit on the on the ta- on like either the tanning bed or something and i say like we need to explain the situation you're in now just so we don't cause any more mayhem and trouble as we've as i have already caused um jen would you like to care to explain the uh, situation that we're in at the moment how long have you been out What's the last thing you remember? I was, um, I was keeping to the outskirts of the city. Uh, but, um, yeah, I may have made a mistake, uh, with, uh, one of my kills and, uh, they looked like police, but they were carrying weapons police don't carry. I think the Second Inquisition might be in Pittsburgh. The Second Inquisition hmm. has taken over Pittsburgh. There's a, a sickness, a, a pandemic that's happening, and they've used it as a cover to wage war on the kindred population. The Camarilla is in hiding. A lot of our number have been scattered or killed. We're, uh, we're in hiding, and there isn't a lot of hunting to be had on the streets. Humans are staying mostly inside. We have some among our number, and if we let you out of this room, they are not to be touched. You have... Mortals staying here that are not to be touched. I get it. I get it. They're your herd. I can fend for myself. Um, Jen kind of looks at Curtis. She did not like the word herd. Yeah. Um, they're more than just a herd. Yeah. They're living people who we care about. Hence why we stress they are not to be touched. All right. I hear you, big man. I won't touch them. Look, um, we'll be back in a second. And we'll get you some food. I'm going to lead us out and close the door and try to get into a room with just me, Curtis, and Lucius. 
great you do that um she's she's cooperating so she is sitting in there and you know i mean you've been through this jen brown so she's probably very disoriented and uh she i'm not even gonna make you make a psychological a psychology role or a, a insight role to know that she's probably putting up a little bit of a front because she's got to be like really discombobulated and disoriented what's our plan here guys well, um, the first idea I had, which was to race someone to use them as a scapegoat, clearly was <laughs> a stupid one. Um, I think maybe, maybe you're right, Jen. Maybe we just need to save your friend and just get out of here. Do I have any sense of, or would it be fair to say that Jen has been doing any research on spots outside of Pittsburgh? Um, I, we can, we can roll to see if she has, um, you know, it, it, it's tough because traveling is a risk for you guys. Um, you kind of need to be in a city in order to, well, I mean, maybe not necessarily, but you, you would need some sort of plan for how you're going to feed regularly. Um, and, uh, yeah, we could we could have you make a roll if you'd like to see if you've done any research on that. I guess I'm just curious if she knows what the status of the rest of the immediate surrounding areas is. If every place is as fucked as Pittsburgh or... Oh, that I can tell you. Um, the other cities are not on this sort of crazy lockdown status. The, uh, like you, um, I think you, you've picked up that cities like Philadelphia and New York, they are you know, they're in pandemic mode, but they are not um, quite as filled with uh, this sort of, you know, it's actually made the news that Pittsburgh is taking an extreme, an extreme, the local law enforcement, the local authorities has taken an extreme uh, measure approach to uh, clamping down the pandemic. Uh, but you guys know that it might be something else. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Is that what you think, Curtis? The city, is, the city isn't safe for us anymore, Jen. Can't hunt out there. Every time we go outside, we run the risk of one of them blasting us or burning us. And if we take one wrong step, then Miss Sonia and her crew are going to come for us. And whoever that freak that we met last night, I don't think for a second he'd let in unaffiliated crew run around without his supervision. We got to get Sabrina out of there so that we can get out of here. What happens to the humans here? I've been thinking about the water planet. Not just our mortals. The rest of the city. And they did try to poison the water. And we stopped that for now, but... I don't know. I... I know I'm more, uh... I'm gonna kind of look at both of them. Do they look, both look pretty gnarly still? Oh, they look very gnarly. And in fact, I will just, uh... You guys are, I mean... I don't, I don't want to tell you how to play your characters, but... 
keep in mind your humanity has gone down, Lucius yeah. and uh, Curtis. So um, it, that might affect some 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 responses you have to things. Um, I think yeah, I think Curtis is maybe like with the loss of humanity and the and and his bloodline just is like feeling the call of the forest. Sort of. it's like, <laughs> wow, it's like, yeah. It's like we gotta get. Don't you don't Jen? Don't you feel confined here? Like every day when I go out there, I just feel the buildings pressing down on me. The 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 the, the buildings above us, the sewer below us. This it's all. It's like I'm being crushed out there. These these people fend for themselves. Everybody's got to everybody's got to fend for themselves and get the help that they can get. But we can't help everybody. I look at Lucius. I'm sorry. Uh, I, the humanity, uh, yes. Um, I'll be honest. They're not really at the forefront of my mind. Lucius, one thing that might be um, on your mind is that you really do uh and we can talk about the reasons you and i can talk about them during this game but uh if you want to but uh the archon is still here isabel yeah. your sire and destroying her like in, in, at least in terms of where you were when the game started um she has to be destroyed it's like that's kind of that's where my yeah because I'm, I'm kind of almost i think and i and I, i'm i'm probably sort of not really hiding it but there is there is a sense of not necessarily unhingedness to me, but there is a sense of like, uh, I think with every, you know, with, with the things that I'm trying to deliver, this idea of, you know, I, I'm sort of now in practical mode of like, all right, fine, you want to save your friend, fine, we save your friend, but then we get there and then we, you know, once we save your friend, we then go to, you know, we know that the Archon is there, we'll get two birds with one stone. There is, you know, I think there is this sense of unhingedness to me, but I'm also, uh, and I'm, I'm very sorry, Jen, but I'm also staring at your neck. <laughs> yes of course yeah deeply just staring happy <laughs> <laughs> valentine's that? day uh <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. hearts um but, uh yeah how how much do we notice that <laughs> um yeah um give me an insight roll Give me a um, wits plus insight roll. But I think that Lucius, even though his humanity is down, you know, it's not super noticeable. Like he's, he's, yeah. he keeps up a pretty civilized front. So I need three successes on that insight roll to be able to tell that he looks like he is uh, thinking about Jen Brown uh, on the menu. Don't notice it. Me neither. He just looks very attentive. Just yeah. really mm -hmm. focused. He's so, really He's so focused. He's so focused. Why is such a listener? You hear yeah. someone talking uh, to uh, talking to Alice. You hear a female voice talking to Alice, and you realize that one of your vampire companions, Circe, is kind of um, chatting with uh, Alice. Um, maybe, or maybe I can just, yeah. I, I know, right, like I said, my piece, you know. You, look, I, I want to help. I want to help you help your friend. I want to help you do what you need to do. You do the same for me, right? So figure it out. And then I, and then I walk away, and I, and I 
check in to see what Alice and Circe are up to. Um, Circe turns to you, and uh, Circe, of course, is uh, has a reputation. Um, you know, from back when you you know led her as a member of the Anarchs for being a kind of a roving, a nomadic vampire who's moved around a lot. She also knows a lot about or, or talks a lot about occult things, like knowing secrets, legends from the surrounding area. Um, if you wanted to at any time question her about that, she's available right now. But also she she turns to you and she goes, we can trust Alice. I know Alice. Can we let her yeah. out, please? I mean, yeah, I, I figured, you know, we should try to... She's clearly been through a lot. Get you, get you a taste before you, you know, start running around on the streets. You haven't been out there in a while. It's just pretty messed up. Oh, so we're prisoners until we feed and can be expected to behave? Nobody said anything about prisoners. We're trying to help you, okay? I know some of this shit you've been getting up to around here, Curtis. So why don't you stop looking down your nose? At kindred like us. Nobody's looking her, down at anybody. Okay? I'm letting her out. Uh, and she unlocks the door and Alice walks out and is like, thank you, sister. Like, I don't feel like I have the, the stopper. I'm like, all right. They're, just walking out, they're walking out into the common room. Okay, I follow them. There's a scream uh, as Dylan sees her. And you may suddenly realize that Dylan, when you first met Dylan, was a prisoner of her coterie. Oh, (laughs) yes. Uh, Dylan uh, suddenly starts screaming. Dylan, like, pulls a knife and is like, get away from me, you bitch. Get the fuck away. And Alice is just going like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hear Dylan scream. Here she's trying to calm everybody down. And I rush Um, out. Craig is up. He's like going for his sidearm. It's suddenly uh, chaos in the common room. Everybody is being really loud. Okay. I I summon the blood to use that quell the beast discipline. Oh, awesome. Okay, great. Um, So let's use it. Uh, Quell the beast uh, animalism. Quell the beast. Please roll your charisma plus animalism. Ooh, four successes. That's a lot. Please quell the beast for me. Okay, so yeah, I think it's the guns out, knives out. Gah! It's like, and I just maybe like I just walk into the center of the room like super, super silently, and it it's just like, and the hand goes up, eyes are just like piercing yellow, just like everybody just calm down. And and it's the bass in the voice, like like rumbles in everybody's chest almost. It's like when the, the THX thing hits. And yeah. It's like, like <laughs> uh, we're not attacking each other. Everybody's done things. Everybody's everybody's got something to say and do. But Let's not have this be a bloodbath right after somebody woke up. Hmm? Um, so what happens uh, now is your power automatically works on Craig and Dylan. 
who um who like immediately like just drop their weapons and kind of like stand there kind of like cowed like kind of looking sort of I mean quelled basically like they suddenly seem like they've had a lot of marijuana or something like um <laughs> meanwhile the kindred in the room uh Fauna's not there right now but Circe and um Circe and Alice they kind of take the uh this the posture of like lions in the zoo when they um stop roaring and are sort of just walking back and forth like they just kind of like are sort of moving like that on the other side of the room now but they have stopped shouting they've stopped like because it, there was a chance they might have like fury frenzied or something so you have calmed all of that curtis okay i'm going um, to take dylan and move her into another room um and sit when you move Her, pe- her people kept slaves, Jen. They used people like they sold us. Look, I'm not happy about this either. It was not my choice to wake her up. We can let her go. She doesn't have to stay here. I don't have any connection to her staying here. We could just send her out. Jen, I think the last thing we need here is another hungry fucking vampire. I agree. Look, um, I actually wanted to talk to you. Yeah? What do you think about just leaving, leaving Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, I just, well, I mean, I'd like to go, but I think about what Sonia was gonna do you know, if at the Inquisition, or actually, you know, if you guys hadn't stopped them, I mean, what, how would Curtis handle it if you guys left and then you found out that, like, a lot of people had died? I don't know if Curtis would be that affected anymore. That's scary. Yeah. It is. Look, we'll get rid of her, okay? Okay. I trust you. I'm going to go back out into the common room and just sort of... I'm not going to even... I think I'm not even going to consult the guys. I'm just going to say, Alice, you're free to go. And... uh Wait, don't I don't back. know. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what's happened. I need. I need some assistance. <laughs> You're just gonna turn me out on the street. You were awakened, and that was something that we didn't have to do. So now, with a second shot at your own life, you told us you could fend for yourself. So fend for yourself. 
Curious this you guys. Of everyone. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna kind of jump in and be like, "No, that's not. No, she. No, she is. She is now at least my responsibility. I understand that you feel uneasy with her around here, but we are stronger in numbers. And I don't know if you saw what the your friend is not going to be saved by a, by two or three vampires over here. We need more, more people. She imprisoned Dylan. She treated humans like slaves. We saved Dylan from her coterie. I'm sorry, Jen, but we've all done horrible, horrendous things in our lives and in our own lives. Just because, have you seen the world we're in today? I am not letting her Stay around Dylan. Really? Yes. Really. Kiersey says, if she goes, I go. Then go. You're all going to tear each other apart anyway. Uh, begins to pick up her things uh, and Alice says we've all done horrible things keep pretending you're above it fucking ten blood she doesn't have anything she's a half burnt person you see her and Circe are trying to, like, cover her in, like, kind of a ratty blanket so that they can leave. I mean, look, as tough as they're pretending, and, and she's throwing around thin blood kind of uh, aspersions, watching them start to leave is sort of sad. Like, they're literally is, having yeah, to, like, I'm cover gonna, her. I'm going to kind of come in again. No, 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 no. This is foolish. Look, let's just, look. How about this? We save your friend. We do all the business that we need to do. Then we part ways. How does that sound? I think that's a better idea rather than kicking people out to their deaths again. Jen, think Mm -hmm. about this. Alice turns back to you, looking out from under her ratty blanket, and she's like, I know people. There's someone you want to save. Another mortal friend. I know people that can help us. You did this. This was not a problem until you woke her up. Can you imagine if someone enslaved Clara and then you wanted me to keep them around? You want to keep her around? You better fucking convince Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's standing there. Dylan. And I'm just going to look that, at her that, and be that like, she's safe. I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry, Jen, but... Uh, I'm just going to be honest here, but since I've been here, your friend Dylan hasn't necessarily been very kind to me. Not very hospital. 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 Fuck, I'm hungry! (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Yes. Um, uh, Mm. Dylan's, you know, kind of... uh, Actually, Dylan's in the back. She stayed kind of back there. She didn't come out to to look on Alice again. So... um, you know, uh, you're right. Dylan hasn't been hospitable to you. She is afraid of you, Lucius. Um, you can you can handle this however you want. Uh, you can 
take Jen Brown's suggestion to go and like convince her that she's safe, or you could do something else. It's up to you. You know what I'm gonna do? This is what I'm gonna do. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of breathe in. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna be like, Jen. I will talk to Dylan. I'll try and convince her. And then I'm just going to go <laughs> to try and talk. Okay, great. Um, Clara uh, grabs your arm as you're going back there and wants to know if you want her to come with you. Yeah, come. Um, Clara being, you know, say, another human that, not, like, trusts you, that might help. I'm going to be yeah, with think... an earshot, but not in the room, so I can see what's going on or hear what's going okay. on. Okay. And then I, maybe I dip over to... Uh... Uh, Alice and uh, Circe to get a sense of like, I don't know, who these, peop these people are, because she's been out for a while. Who knows if these people are still alive? Um, she says, uh, uh, we'll, we'll come to Lucius's scene in just a moment, but I, I want to handle this really quick. She goes, oh, they're not alive. You got another. I mean, we know that your, your little crew is operating as sort of free agent working between unaffiliated vampires in the Camarilla dealing people to them. You still got people in your network? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're not going anywhere. I know where we can find them. And I know that they'll help us. Help us get the, uh, help us extract our friend from the Camarilla's control? Yeah. Or other things. Maybe Such help as. Us find prey. Deal with the Inquisition. Yeah. They can do lots of things. They can see lots of things. And they won't be spotted. They won't be found. You don't even know what we're capable of, do you? I know a bit. <laughs> yeah? Are you um, summoning rats to eat every night? <laughs> oh, this can be so much better than hiding in a tanning salon. Yeah. Something about uh, your face isn't making the proposition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like the bats are a good touch. Yeah. Uh, um, something about your face isn't making your uh, your pitch as convincing. Oh, please. Like you seem like such a friendly guy. Have you looked in the mirror lately? Yeah, man. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that life that uh, that it's hard, right? What it, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be. But he showed me. Meanwhile, um, in another uh, room, 
Um, you and Clara walk in, uh, Lucius, and uh, Dylan is kind of sitting there, kind of tapping on an old laptop that Jen Brown gave her. I'm just going to sort of walk in and stand over, just staring a bit. Hello. What do you two? What do you two want? Um, I'm very aware that there is um, a person in here who uh, you are not necessarily comfortable with and have history with, and I understand your uncomfortable feeling with them here, and I am here to simply implore uh, your understanding and um, fuck uh, I just please can you um... Clara interrupts and is like look Lucius you can trust him he's my brother we've been everywhere together and he doesn't Lucius only he only hurts other vampires in the thing, villain I will tear her apart if she touches you. I will rip her asunder in front of you if she even lays a finger on you. So please, just play along for now. And we will part ways and we'll get rid of her. Is that okay? Promise me. I promise. No. Promise me that when you're done, when she's done what you needed to do, that you will rip her apart. (laughs) Clara's like... I promise you. <laughs> does he mean it? He really does. <laughs> uh, then no role necessary. She believes you. Um, and uh, she's she's going to play along knowing that she's going to get vengeance against her through you. This is a different flavor we haven't seen to Dylan so far. Dylan generally uh, advocates not kind doing of the, things like this. Kind of the moral center of our, yeah. our yeah. organization. I'm literally, and like, if that's if that's cool, then I'm gonna kind of like give her a nod and go to leave. But just before I leave, I'm gonna look at her and be like, just kind of, almost just have this like connection of like, okay, I see you, girl. And then leave. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Nice. Game recognized game. Um. And maybe do I do I see you you coming out as though the conflict has been resolved? Um. Or. Yeah, I think that that's fair. And also, I want to see how much Jen Brown picked up on. So, Jen Brown, uh, how are you listening? Well, I was thinking I could use um. 
what's the thin blood alchemy that heightened senses? Os right. So sometimes you're able to take some phlegmatic blood. That's generally your favorite flavor of blood, and you're able to uh, turn on your heightened senses. Uh, lately, you've been using it for dominate, and uh, I think even uh, last session uh, we, you used alchemy, but you didn't really use one of your um, disciplines. Let's do this. Let me uh, like if you can give me. Let me look at your sheet. Actually, you might have something that's like kind of permanently permanently turned on. And that might be, I think it's your dominate power, but it might be high senses. Let me take a look here. Um, if not, I'll give you a roll to maybe be able to manifest it. Okay. Okay, so your power that's always turned on is your dominate compel power. That's sort of your always turned on. But you, I have listed here on your sheet, you know, if you take phlegmatic blood, you can use aspect heightened senses. So let's see if you're just able to manifest it. Like, uh, you know, uh, you've also kind of, you were draining yourself the previous evening. Like, all kinds of stuff was happening with your blood, and maybe you changed the chemistry in your body. Give me a medicine plus, uh, this is happening kind of on the fly, a medicine plus a wits roll. Or actually, yeah, wits. Medicine plus wits. Okay. Two successes? Two successes, I want to say, is enough. So if you want to have heard this, you may. Um, and so um, when you were kind of standing like many rooms away, maybe you were even out in the common room, but, you know, the blood in you, you can kind of feel it kind of make your face warm for a second. And then suddenly, like, you're picking up every little car outside. You're picking up, like, animals on the roof. And then you kind of just focus in and you hear every word of the whispered conversation that just happened between Lucius and Dylan. And I assume I'm pretty surprised that Dylan had that response too. I think you would be surprised. Um, and uh, I think that, you know, it makes sense though, because um, she hates these people. Um, mm -hmm. And she doesn't hate everybody. She doesn't hate a lot of people. She's pretty forgiving, but these people, yeah, she would want to see be punished. Okay, I'm going to lock eyes with Lucius as he comes out and sort of just give him a nod. Like, we're good, kind of thing. Okay, cool. and, and I'm just going to... And I maybe I turn, if I notice this, I turn back to Allison seriously and be like, all right. And maybe we can arrange a meeting. You know what, maybe if we act not... Like, we are going to tear each other apart. We can actually accomplish something. Seems to me that we, uh, that we kind of did you a solid bringing you out of your state. So maybe you can do us a solid by leaving our mortals alone. I already agreed to that. Great. I'm not going to touch your friends, your friends. Sorry. Uh, it's no problem. Then maybe we got an understanding. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. So maybe you can tell us how we can make this um, little situation of ours better. You tell me what's happening in the city. 
and then I'll arrange a meeting with my friends, but they'll only talk to me. All right. Um, so she's advocating, and Circe is going to go along with this too, that we kind of have a, a war meeting or a, like, what's next meeting with everybody. Um, mm. And then she says she can help you. She has friends that would, basically she's saying, I have friends that are the perfect spies. They are perfect spies. They can find out any more information we need. Uh, and she'll introduce them to you, but sh they'll only talk to her. So what is what does everybody think? If you share that with Lucius and with uh, and with Jen, are they up for that? And does everybody want to kind of have a meeting about what's happening next? Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Curtis, do you, do you share this with? Do you share this with? Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, yeah, I think Lucius would uh, would kind of be um, would be cool with the idea of of finding more information, not only about the um, about the Inquisition, but also about the different factions and teams of what's going about in in this space, you know, getting the lay of the land. Great, and also since we're kind of in a free play kind of moment where it's like you know. Um, you guys could just take actions to find out more information too. And you can always like check the news or, or Jen Brown can kind of, you know, look for specific things on the, on the net to see if she, boy, I sound so old when I say the net um, to sort of find out things about, uh, you know, what might be going on in the city. If any, if there's any kind of news that would mean something deeper to you guys um, or uh, you know, you're also always welcome to go out and kind of do reconnaissance on your own. I know that both Lucius and uh, and our friend Alice and uh, Curtis are extremely hungry, so I think hunting does have to happen, but mm -hmm. it could happen maybe with just a roll this time, right? Like, we could just kind of roll, see how it went, and then get into, like, what your next, what your next goal is. Maybe while they're mm. hunting, since I'm not very hungry, mm -hmm. I could try to do some sort of research see if we can glean anything about what's going on with the Camarilla and Washington's landing just through like what's being talked about on the net. On the World Wide Web? On the World Wide Web. Absolutely. Okay, so <laughs> why don't we uh, resolve this hunt with just some roles? And basically, I'm going to tell you that you need to get um, each of you uh, as many successes as you are hungry, because that's how tough it is out there uh, to find prey. Um, it's going to uh, be a lot harder for me as well because I can't eat human blood, can I? Oh, God mm. damn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, boy. We How do you solve a problem that. like Lucian? <laughs> okay. Ooh. Well, Lucius, you can break that rule if you can make a willpower roll. Like, uh, I believe, or, or you can actually you sacrifice points of willpower to do it. Now, you might say my character won't do that, and that's completely fine. Um, but in your case, I'm going to make it, you know, a, a bit tougher if you're not willing to kind of sacrifice some willpower points uh, and and slum for an evening. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Um... In fact, maybe he I'm won't. Gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna actually uh, pull uh, Alice aside and uh, mm -hmm. kind of be like, um, 
and sort of just be like, um, listen, you, um, although I did save your life, I just need some to be clear that you are not bound to me. I, you owe me nothing. However, what I would appreciate is if maybe you, and I'm going to look around. Is no one listening? I, we can say that it's private. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to be like, and my certain, my tastes are refined. Um, the rest of the group have seen this, have witnessed this. Um, if you can, if you will, if you so desire, I need you to bring me another one of our kin. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out with your friend. And I'll be back in a little bit. And when I feel better, you'll feel better. I'm just going to again touch her scarred face a bit and be like, thank you. So Alice is going to make a hunting roll. Uh, and Curtis, you're going to make a hunting roll. And I don't know if uh, Lucius understood what the implication was, but um, Alice is going to let you feed from her, Lucius, mm. when she after she's fed herself. Hmm? Okay. Uh, <laughs> what what am I rolling to for the hunt? Okay. Um. Let's uh, pick a uh, let's pick a dice pool. Um. You can tell me, Lucius. Uh, sorry, Curtis. What what feels best for you? Um, but it would probably be some kind of alley cat uh, mm -hmm. type. Um... Um, maybe like a streetwise plus wits or streetwise you know, plus dexterity. Um, let's go with, uh, yeah, let's go with that. I like that. Um, streetwise plus, uh, uh, ooh, I like dexterity. Why is it dexterity? Explain to me why it's a streetwise plus dexterity role. Because I think maybe it's it's the the lack of the, the dwindling humanity is is making it less like, um, and Brad's gone, so I I can't now put up the patina of a virtue of like, well, I only feed from from dicks. Um, yeah, I only feed from people who deserve it. So uh, maybe now it's more like just like lurking in places where I know I can't be seen. And then a uh, person walking by just feels a tap on their shoulder and suddenly it's like. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, here's what's going to happen. I want you to roll that and Alice is going to roll her roll. She's, of course, wearing like the ratty blanket and looks kind of like she might be a person experiencing homelessness. And she's kind of staying like a couple feet back from you. You know what I mean? Like, so it looks like you guys aren't together. Uh, and how did you do? I rolled my hunger exactly. Oh, good. So great. And uh, she uh, rolled, let's see. Um, yeah, she did pretty well. In fact, I think that you are a little bit surprised by how uh, effective a hunter she is. She is like a mother lion 
basically mm. you go to that same park you got you um earlier found some prey in and there are three young people walking along um and uh you know they're all masked up it's 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 not a super warm night so they have um you know uh jackets on and stuff um they just look like you know normal young people they decided to go on a walk they're kind of laughing and joking around one of them smoking a cigarette they're like in their 20s and uh you uh like pull one of them into the bushes alice takes the other two and i mean like she suddenly runs up behind them they turn around just in time for her to push them both to the ground and she's on top of them and she is able to hold one down while she feeds on the other one with incredible vampiric strength and uh, she is so fast that they barely have a moment to cry out um do you feed uh how 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 much do you feed? I only need do to clear. I've, I've only got two hunger, so um, I I think I would just want to take it down. You're going you know. to leave an unconscious person uh, if you slake both hunger. Do you, would you like to leave an unconscious person? Yes. Okay. Uh, take your hunger down to uh, that would bring it to zero for the moment, right? Uh huh. But it can never really go to zero. So go take it to one. And leave it there. It can only go to zero by killing or by uh, using Diablery. Um, Alice um, has like uh, made one of her uh, people unconscious. And as you are kind of like looking up from where you're feeding, she is holding the other person down. It's like this young man in like a big like hooded jacket, and he's like he's like um, trying to uh, shout out, and she like looks at him, and she's like quiet. Uh, and he just like stops talking and is like sitting there and you can see that he's trying to scream, but nothing is coming out of his throat. And she ah, gets uh, her fangs into his uh, throat as well. Um, and she's kind of finishing up. Uh, you're done. Uh, what are you worried about how she's handling this? Do you want to interact with her at all? Or do you want to just leave her to do what she's going to do? Um. The, the, the other, the one she finished is uh, is unconscious but alive. Unconscious she's, but alive. She's sucking on sucking on number two. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, yeah. I'm, I've, it sounds like Curtis is maybe just like really impressed. And um, I think there 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 may have been a time where where Curtis would have been a monster, and now there, there's part of him that's just like <laughs> exquisite. <laughs> uh, that's right. Um, finally, she goes ah. And then she's like drags them like quickly, like without stopping, without like talking to you over to a bus stop. And it's like plop, plop. And she's like, you got yours? And I grab mine and do the same. Uh, So three unconscious people are like now laying at a bus stop. And she's like, I don't have time to mind wipe them. That's probably fine, right? (laughs) I mean, who would believe them anyway? (laughs) um and uh she's back she's heading out of the park like walking quickly not running but like walking quickly and i and i keep pace with her and just the and the and the predatory like ah, wind in my lungs is just like yeah yeah um a cop car is sort of uh rolling past the park and it's rolling up you know up the street toward where uh steel city tanning is uh currently uh, and she's like, you cool? Yeah, very cool. Super cool. And you guys just kind of walk slowly and nonchalantly, and the cop car goes by, 
and the cop kind of, you know, pegs you for a second and keeps rolling. Um, you both now have masks on, and you just kind of walk up the street nonchalantly, having uh, drained two people. Hello, I'm comedian Game Master Jared Logan, and I'm letting you know that you can geek out about your favorite tabletop role-playing games with me and my buddies on Stereo. No, Stereo isn't a boombox. It's a free app available in the App Store where you can listen to live broadcasts by your favorite comedians, creators, and commentators, and also interact with them by sending them your thoughts and questions in real time. It's kind of like an audio version of Twitch. And now our gaming show, The Stream of Blood, is offering you, Johnny Q Gamer, a new way to interact with us. Join us Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific for a live show on the Stereo app. Download the free Stereo app and select Stream of Blood so you can connect with us whenever we go live. Go to www.stereo.com forward slash stream of blood to get started. Stereo users can listen and seek out topics and conversations that interest them. Sports, comedy, politics, or maybe what is the difference between a mummy and a mummy lord in Dungeons and Dragons? That's a conversation that would interest me. If you're an Android or Apple user, you can download Stereo for free. Create a profile and then you can submit audio messages to our show and make your voice heard. On the Stream of Blood, we'll be discussing game mastering tips and ideas for the ultimate tabletop campaign. Leave a message for us and let us know how you do it at your table. Listen on Stereo to Stream of Blood Thursdays at 4 p.m. Pacific. Find us at www.stereo.com forward slash Stream of Blood. Okay, let's uh, go back uh, um, to Steel City Tanning. Um, and we are now getting closer to Dawn. But right before Dawn hits, uh, Alice uh, finds Lucius in a room by himself. And she's like, you hungry? I'm just going to kind of get up, stand up and like look around and sort of be like, please. <laughs> then I'm going to slowly walk, like walk up to her really sexy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, she opens her wrist. Now I want to tell you something, Lucius. This is something your character would know. If you mm. drink from the same vampire three times, which is, hasn't really been an issue for you in the past because you drink and <laughs> you fuck them up or run. You move to another city. You go across the Atlantic, right? Um, but uh, you know that if you drink from her three times, you know, she'll start having power over you. Um, mm -hmm. She'll start to kind of control you. So um, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, uh, yeah, be careful what you so eat. So I'm going to... I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna kind of go go to grab the wrist, and just before I bite, I'm gonna just sort of look at her, and be like, you know, I brought you back to make a change. I brought you back to this world to make a difference. Well, I hope I'm making a difference to you. Just a sip. <laughs> Bang! And I'm just going to go straight in and start drinking. Okay. Great. Um, do you think you can just take a sip? Can you just like... Yeah, uh, yeah? okay. I'm, I'm going to like... So, yeah. No, I was just going to say, um, I was just going to like, as I'm drinking, I'm kind of, I'm going to like bite into it, but just keep eye contact with her. 
just keep it. With oh, you. she's keeping it with you. Um, and she looks like she's like enjoying it a little bit. Uh, because uh, the vamp, you know, the vampires when they when they feed, it uh, creates a, a sort of strange sort of emotional ecstasy in the victim and in the uh, the one that's feeding. And when two vampires are engaging in this kind of um, interaction, they both sort of have a, a feeling of euphoria, um, which is why you start to have like a mental hold on somebody if they continue to drink from you. Is It's not just that there's some sort of mystical connection, but also you get addicted. It's a drug. You get addicted to the drug of feeding on them. Um, you uh, can take one hunger off and she will mm -hmm. add one hunger to her uh sheet she had cleared herself down to one but now she'll be at two and you'll be at three that's all mm -hmm. she can do for you unless mm -hmm. you want to kind of push it right now like uh, i'm gonna you what's how wait what time is it um it's getting near dawn now so then i'm gonna kind of yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pull back but at the same time i'm gonna push her to the wall and then just start like heavily making out with her. <laughs> um, Valentine's Day, baby. Yes. <laughs> suffice to say, uh, suffice to say that she reciprocates. Um, she reciprocates. And is, and, and is she still like kind of Freddy Kruegered up? She is still Freddy Kruegered up. <laughs> cool. Just making sure. So, so just, um, just so we can picture it. Yeah. <laughs> um, All right. Great. <laughs> yeah, um, she reciprocates, and she is uh, still horribly burnt on one side of her uh, body, um, and uh, she's even sacrificed a little bit of her healing, kind of, so that you can feed. So that's an interesting situation. Uh, but um, we'll let that scene uh, we'll let that scene play, and now we will say that if if people oh no, I'm sorry, Jen Brown, you've been researching, so let's make that the last thing before Dawn hits. Jen Brown, what uh, what did you roll? Do you think to kind of uh, to find out what's happening in the city? Um, I mean, or what were you looking into? Be great. I haven't had a ton of luck with this before, but I feel like I could maybe. I mean, I could probably look into the back door that I have into Grouper, mm -hmm. and then maybe also anything. Um news stories and then maybe anything that i can get that's like a little bit off the beaten path that might give us some sort of indication of what's going on with the camaria yeah um great so um let me see here this is this is very interesting i just want to make sure i handle this the way i want to handle it why don't you give me a uh, investigation plus uh you could use your intelligence because okay. this is interpreting data um I think she might also want to see if Sabrina ever looked at that video, if there's a way to tell. The video that um, I she put sent. on her. Yeah. That I sent. That I sent. Um, the grouper back door is shut down. Mm. Um, so, yeah, she looked at it. Yeah. Um, now, how she reacted to it, I mean, that seems like kind of shutting you off or cutting you off. Uh, but you know, you know, Sabrina, like she might've done that well for any number of reasons. Um, mm -hmm. but she's not kind of allowing you to remain, uh, connected to her. Um, she's not, she's not a bad hacker herself. So mm -hmm. she eventually found it and shut it down. Um, 
Now you can find another way in. I'm not saying that 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 advantage is completely gone. You could find another way in, but for now you can't track what she's sort of getting reports about and things like that. Um, you said that you were kind of trying to look into what the Camarilla is up to. Did you roll your intelligence plus investigation? Yes, I got three successes. Well, that's enough for me to tell you that you pick up on the fact that there has been a just this evening another violent incident at a hospital. Um, hmm. Remember, there was an earlier violent incident at a hospital. Uh, and with your three successes, I can tell you that it was at the Veterans Administration Health System directly across the Allegheny River from the sewage treatment plant uh, that you guys investigated earlier. Uh, and the uh, story, they don't have all the details, but they are saying you know, some sort of like gunman situation, but that people are dead. There are eight people dead. Um, and uh, the uh, the police are investigating uh, as we speak. Um, Do so, I know any of the folks that died? Have they been reported? Um, so they, uh, they're not giving names in the article because it literally just came across like right as dawn was about to hit. So whoever did this did it about like 3 a.m. tonight. Okay. Um, so, uh, do you want to keep searching because you had some time while they were, um, while they were hunting or is there anything else you're, you're looking for? You can tell me, um, and I can see if there's anything else I can give you. Um, let's see, maybe I want to know, um, what's going on with the water treatment plant. Mm, yeah. Well, it's the water is back on in Pittsburgh, uh, as of, uh, today while you all were sleeping. Um, and, uh, the water treatment plant, when you just kind of search it, like uh, like search for news stories and things about it, it just appears that, um, you know, uh, things are back to normal. They never mentioned it as a vector in the entire story. Like they didn't like when the story came out that the water uh, had been contaminated. They never said that, like, you know, it, it was it started at this plant or anything like that, um, which makes you think that, you know, the Inquisition is covering things up, probably. Uh-huh. And then do I hear anything about Washington's Landing? Washington's Landing? About Washington's Landing? No, I don't think that there's anything in the news about Washington's Landing. Um, I think that if you, uh, I think that you realize that there, the Camarilla is keeping pretty, pretty veiled. And if you wanted to find out more about Washington's Landing, you would need to send some sort of spies there. Um, uh and that's just when uh, the sun will start to come up and I will have everybody make their rouse roll for the next evening. I hope Lucius's is a success so he doesn't get Honestly. back to four hunger. Honestly. And it's just one, it's, yeah, dice pool one. Just yeah, one and you just... Thank God. <laughs> oh, good. Thank goodness. Okay. Mm. Oh. Success. Fail. Mm. Okay, you get a little hungrier, but you're Failure. only at two now. You're only, only at two. two. Um, yeah. So uh, I think maybe it here. might have something to do with the fact that maybe I went to bed in kind of a lousy mood because I think maybe Curtis went to his tanning bed to curl up with Ruby and heard the sounds coming from the room <laughs> that uh, Alice and Lucius were in. And, and whatever remaining part of him that is human felt this pang of like jealousy. <laughs> um. So all of the troops are uh, awake. Um, uh, 
and uh, they're waiting to see what is going to happen tonight. Um, so tell me, what is going to happen tonight? Could I do what? one more search about the hospital since a bunch of time has passed to see if there's any more information? Yeah, of course. Yeah, so an entire day has passed, right? Mm -hmm. um, so um, you do that, and you find that um, someone uh, broke into the uh, veterans. Uh, and, and let me know if you're sharing this with Curtis, because it might matter to him. Veterans mm -hmm. Administration Health Systems, uh, which is a hospital for veterans uh, run by the Veterans Administration. Um, someone broke in in the middle of the night, and it says that they shot um, patients, uh, shot and killed patients, um, and uh, then escaped. Um, and um, all I'm going to do to jog your memory, Jen Brown, is to re uh, remind you that last time you investigated a violent incident at a hospital, um, it sounded like a vampire had broken in and uh, fed on someone uh, who was sick, who had gonorrhea. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, this uh, seems like a much more violent and dangerous incident. And do I recognize any names of any of the folks that were killed? Um, no, but they do give some names now. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, some of them were uh, quite young. Like they mm -hmm. were younger veterans. Um, they they weren't all like, you know, really old folks. Okay. Mm. Um, probably not with the whole group, but at least with maybe Curtis and Lucius, I'll pull Curtis in and show what I've, I've found. Do I recognize any of the names? Um, sure. Yeah, you do. Um, there's a guy named Bobby. Trying not to say Flay. Um, Bobby uh, <laughs> Renald. Bobby Renald. Um, and you knew him from, like, your group. And uh, one of the reasons you know him is because you know that he also had a habit of, you know, kind of overindulging narcotics after he got back. I'll, I'll tell you something else. When you guys wake up, Brad Lockwood is there. He's waiting to maybe talk to Curtis. Yeah. Um, like... This story is messed up. It just looks like someone went in there and attacked them. That's right. I mean, there was another attack at a hospital not far away. That seemed to be by a kindred. This seems to be by a human, but it seems they're all around the treatment plant. Seems like something's going on at these hospitals. I, I don't know what it is, but... You know, for Clark, people who want to get out of a city, you seem to really care about what's going on around it or inside it. And Alice walks up because she's, you know, hanging close to Lucius today. Uh, and she's like, well, she wants to know what happened. Are you going to tell her? We're trying to find out, Lucius, any information that we can to try to find a weak point into the Camarilla. Well, we have a way of finding a weak point in the Camarilla, as we so know that Alice can send her spies in and find some way for more information that we can use to our advantage, rather than searching the web for more deceased people. You know, part of me actually does think that maybe they knew that, I don't know, that maybe one of them was Curtis's friends and was trying to send a message, but hey, who am I? Maybe superstitious. Alice says... Uh... Well, uh, U.S. Steel, right? That's where the CAM makes their headquarters. We think. It used to be. Used to. Wait, what's changed? Where are they now? 
Near as we can tell, they're now operating out of a weird fucking subdivision on Washington's Landing. Well, let me know if you want to meet my people. What happened at this hospital? Sounds like somebody went in there and shot up the place. But you say there's been more than one? Before that, somebody it looked like somebody was maybe feeding at a hospital. Somebody you could um, make themselves invisible to the mortal eye. Particularly to someone. Do we know that they had gonorrhea? In the first hospital, yeah. in the first hospital, the victim had, had gonorrhea. Um, and so, if you're yeah, talking about be, that, yeah. Searcy walks up and goes, could be disease feeders. What? The vampires have all kinds of predilections for prey. There are types that like to feed on people that are sick. Can these type of vampires, um, let's say, contain diseases within them in order to purposely, I don't know, weaponize them in some way, shape, or form? Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Alice is like, oh, that's wild, Lush. Um, anything's possible. There are all types of blood sorcery and tricks that are available to our kind. And I turn to Lucius and I'm like, you remember that woman from the uh, from the water plant? Mm, indeed. And those, that pair, that that what we saw from what I saw with the cockroaches, <laughs> the madness. Oh, well, I didn't, I, I didn't see him. I felt it, buddy. Yeah. Oh. It's, there's a connection. It's, it's, it can't be a coincidence, man. Perhaps okay. the uh, Inquisition has figured out that maybe by terminating people with certain illnesses or diseases, they can stop the plan of happening again, maybe. Wow. Uh, uh, actually, we'll make Alice say, wow, that is dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are at war. Yeah. Um... I think Jen is thinking that she really needs to get another backdoor into what Sabrina's doing. Uh, um, great. Um, let's uh, let's give that a shot. Um, you can go ahead and make a intelligence plus technology roll, um, and I'm gonna I'm not gonna tell you how many successes it's gonna take. You tell me how many you got. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got five. That's enough. Um, you find a message that's been left for you in the code that says, Jen, stay away. But you're in again. Uh, you guys are having a hacker off, basically. <laughs> and you you find a bunch of messages. She's been sending out a lot of grouper messages to different people that are at different um 
you know, they're they're getting them from different cell towers, right? Like she like she sent out a wide range of messages to people, but they're in grouper messages, so they're encrypted. And while you're able to kind of find this out and kind of get a back door into her system again, you're not able to read the messages. But suffice to say that it seems like some sort of um big uh call has gone out. Like a lot of people have recently received messages. Can I see where they're coming from? The messages? Um yeah, you can see this the messages are coming from Washington's landing, or let's just say, you know, um uh the Allegheny River uh, region of the city, you know, they're using that tower or what have you, and that um they are going out uh, mostly within the city. They're hitting uh, pings within the city. And that happened recently in, in mass? Happened recently and in mass. And what I'm going to say is it happened tonight in mass. Something's happening. What's going on? Sabrina just sent out a lot of communication all around the city all at once. I think they're making a move tonight. Then perhaps we should, um, I don't know, where have they given a location? It's just all around the city, right? That's right. I mean, it looks like uh, they have contacted people all around the city uh, from Washington's landing. I relate that. And it would have to be people okay. who have the grouper app, right? It wouldn't be like... You know, these aren't like normal phone calls. She has used Grouper, which you designed the incredibly uh, tight security. So it's hard for you. You can't know what she said. You just know that she, people who already had a Grouper app, got a uh, message from her tonight. You set up some sort of meeting? I think we should perhaps maybe um, pay a visit and keep our, our ears close. See what's going on. Is there a sense that, like, is there some sort of natural central location that all of these points might be around? Um, um, your um, your uh, your instinct is that you know they have a completely secure haven for multiple vampires at Washington's Landing right now uh, that has you know ghoul security, a gatehouse. Um, so if they were going to have a meeting, they might have it there. Okay. And, uh, and you, you know, enough from your back door to see Sabrina's not moving. She's staying there. They're gathering up everybody for some sort of conclave conference. So wait, they totally unpacked everything from us steel. Like. From the basement to the penthouse, like that that place is empty of vamps now. Yeah, as far as we know. As far as we know, it's completely abandoned by them. Look, uh Hold on, is that what you is that where your friends are? No. Alright. So you're thinking of trying to take Buddy? Look, anything that they had any Vamps they had in storage, I very much doubt that they would have left them there. If you're getting any right ideas about your old friend. He's not a friend. He's death. He's my master. And I will find him. If he 
in the same place your friend is, then you're lucky I'm on your team. You give us a second, ladies. I'm gonna close the door and turn to Lucius and kind of go, you're pretty trusting for someone who just showed up in town and just woke up this vampire. Do you know who her master is? We no. took him down. We had to give him to the Camarilla because they had us as slaves. He's extremely volatile and extremely dangerous. And she's obviously still loyal to him. Tell me, Jen, who else is extremely volatile and extremely dangerous in your little group here? You have no idea you're dealing with. We barely made it out alive. Look, you're crazy. He, <laughs> I know she said he's deaf, and I'm kind of inclined to agree. If, if he gets unleashed, Curtis and I aren't making it out of that fucking place alive. We'll just if make if sure that, that happens, are you going to... Actually, can I do an insight? Can I say that I did an insight roll when she came up and called him Loosh instead of Lucius? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, sometimes if the player makes an insight roll, I'm just going to say, you made it. So okay. uh, yeah, Jen Brown picked up on what was going on there. Mm -hmm. um, and if push comes to shove, are you going to side with your uh, new girlfriend? Or the folks that actually give a shit about whether your sister stays alive. <laughs> Jen, I like you. I really like you. Know where my loyalties are. I don't, Lucius. That's the problem. I'm gonna walk out. I'm gonna look at Curtis and be like, Anything else? I just want to get, I just want to get this thing done, man. Getting, getting antsy, man. I'm getting sick of just sitting around waiting for something to fucking happen. We know where they are. Right. We know, right. we know that they're pouncing on, on hospitals. We either intercept someone there. And let's fucking everybody up there. Let's move. Let's act. This is what I'm talking about, Curtis. We're going to sit here and just constantly go around in circles. We need to act. Yeah. But I, I'd love to do it in a way that I'm, that I'm not going to get fucking killed. Every time we tangled with the Camarilla before, it's ended up in a fucking shit show. They've always got some weapon we didn't expect hiding up their sleeve. Well, you've been offered some assets, Alice can give you spies that she says are foolproof that could go in and find out everything that's happening there. Yeah. Um, and there are other, uh, there are other hooks out there to perhaps yeah. sort of set yourself up for success. Um, and Mexican standoff of loyalties between us and Alice. I'm, I think Curtis is leaning towards the, like, if she's got people to send in, I say, send them in. Let's know what we're getting into so that we can go in and extract who we need to extract. <laughs> So then as soon as I hear that, I'm going to kind of be like, fine. And then sort of just charge out the door, go directly to Alice and be like, mm -hmm. send, 
Send your people. We need to find out what's going on. Um, and, uh, and then I think I maybe look at Brad, who's been waiting, and I just kind of lock eyes with him, and I'm like, uh, we want him to take him into another room. <laughs> Uh, great. Um, yeah, you do that. Um, and, uh, Brad, uh, let's, let's do it in this order. First, uh, uh, Alice is like, you want to go with me? You want to meet him? I'm going to look back at Clara and sort of be like, if she came with me, would she be safe? Don't listen to me. She'll be safe. Um, so she has to, she has to take you across town. That's the thing. She has to take you across town to, um, introduce you to her friends. She actually doesn't have to take you very far. Let me see how far she has to take you. Um, I don't think it'll, it, uh, you know, it might take up the night a little bit, this little, um, this little spy gathering, uh, mission, but she, she, She's willing to take you or she can handle it. It sounds no, like Cersei's um, going to go. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to actually, you know, what, I'm going to look back at like Jen and Curtis and then sort of. I have your number, don't I, Jen? Yeah. And I'm actually going to, you know, I'm going to kind of go, I'm going to go to Alice and I'll be like, um, and I'll take Clara with me. And I'll be like, I'll come with you. But as you know, and as we go, I'm kind of going to shoot. Jenna message be like on way to see group will relay and take pictures send so then uh, like very good. yeah yeah very good um so uh we will handle that in a minute you guys head out and um you can take the the old uh the old car that uh other than the uh the tahoe that you guys have kind of on a a couple blocks away um, and Lucius, you can drive it, or um, someone can drive it, and uh, actually, Circe can't. So Circe will drive, and she's taking you, and it's not far via car. It's going to be 15 minutes away, and before I cut back to uh, Brad and Curtis, I'm going to say that they pull up Lucius at an old firehouse. Old firehouse on the other side of the Allegheny River. Um, this is like the Troy Great Hill. Fucked over, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was a different old firehouse. Um, oh, was it? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm only telling you as a as a <laughs> yeah. So um, there was a fight in a firehouse before. This is a different one. Pittsburgh has a lot of these old kind of dating back to the early 20th century firehouses. This one looks to still be in operation. Okay, there are actually uh, lights on inside even in this late hour, um, which it's like you know about 11 o'clock right now. Um. Uh, and so this one is still in operation, but it has that beautiful old architecture from the uh, early 1900s. And uh, Alice is like, the only thing is we'll have to, you know, deal with um, the living firemen. Uh, and then uh, she walks uh, toward uh, the firehouse. Meanwhile, uh, Brad Lockwood, back at Steel City Tanning, Brad Lockwood approaches you curtis and he's like all right uh did a little digging and um uh lavro makarovich remember the name yeah well he's in philly uh that's not far um 
He's part of the Shulaya organization of the Odessa mob. There was a huge bust in 2017 that got most of them. All right. This guy was a guy left standing. He's rebuilding his organization right now. He's not taking very many risks. He shut down a lot of his avenues of income so that he's not a target of law enforcement. But uh, he has kept the drug the drug trade going because that's his cash cow, and it's the thing he's using to rebuild his organization. They're pushing a lot of meth, Curtis, a lot of meth. Billy's had a bad meth problem for a while now. I took the liberty, and he brings you this like library printout. <laughs> He's like oh, finding a, a, a list at the library. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, I took the liberty. On his head. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's, this is a different kind of Brad, and it's it, it, you can tell how hungry he is for another mm-hmm. taste. I took the liberty of coming up with a list of available abandoned buildings in Philadelphia. Now I say, we go and we kill the motherfucker. What do you say, man? He's vulnerable. Take- yeah. So this guy never, uh, this guy, this little rat never leaves his hole. He wouldn't be coming out to Pittsburgh for anything. We'd have to make a little uh, night run. That's right. A little trip. But you and I know the road, man. Yeah. Take Craig with us. Bradley, my man, you done good. You done real good. See, this is what I'm talking about. You're a businessman. Uh A businessman knows a good of exchange, right? <laughs> you give me a couple, I give you one. Ah, good um, boy. I, good boy. <laughs> he drinks, he drinks and drinks. And so um, he is going to drink and um, let's make a rouse roll for you. Mm-hmm. Should have had that queued up. Uh, it's okay. Take your time. Oh, success. All right. Um, you don't give him quite enough for you to get hungrier. Like you just give him enough. You give him a taste, and then he's like, ah, "Mother, come on, man! Come on, Curtis! Come on, man! Come on, Brad! I'm begging you." I just you, remember. Man. Uh, just remember what you used to tell me a few years ago. Don't get greedy. Okay, hey. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry oh, I yelled at you. Brad. Yeah, come on. I'm sorry, man. Okay, fuck. <laughs> this is crazy. This is crazy, man. <laughs> this is crazy, man. Yeah. Hey. All right, is- man. Um. Okay, man. Um. Well, uh, I'll get us. Uh, I'll get us packed up, man. Uh, tomorrow night. Big things are happening in town. Tomorrow might be too soon to move. Right. Well, I can find out more. Maybe I can... uh, Maybe I should go ahead. See if I can arrange a meeting. You could... Make something happen? Yeah, make something happen. Okay. Okay. I love you. And then he runs out. <laughs> good boy, Brad. Very good boy. 
I just imagine one of those fan videos of uh, an undercut of Curtis and Brad <laughs> with like an Evanescence song over it. <laughs> Take me up inside. <laughs> Meaningful glances back and forth. Uh, before, before we handle uh, a Lucius's meeting, um, what about uh, Jen Brown? What would you like to do? Um, so you know where Lucius is. Um, and Curtis, you can interact with Jen right now too, because you haven't left. You've said that things are happening in the city, and you've got to you've got to hold tight on that on that uh, trip. So, what would you guys like to do now uh, before we handle Lucius's meeting? I think Jen is feeling how painfully human she feels as compared to her friends, and mm-hmm. I feel like she wants. To, I don't know if she can do anything to research this on her own but I feel like she wants to start looking into how <laughs> potentially you can bring vampires back from the, the brink of beastliness. Right. Um, I, that makes total sense. And um, I want her to make a, give me a, a, a cult role. Um, you can make an intelligence plus a cult. I know that's not your best uh, trait, but let's just see. And I think I want you to get two successes to realize something. I have no occult, so I'm just going to roll my intelligence. Hmm? Got a messy critical. Okay. Um, so not only do you realize what what would be necessary, you realize that you want to do it now, tonight. Not later. Now. Fuck the Archon. Fuck Washington's Landing. You are surrounded. Your friends are turning into monsters, and you're going to stop it. And you realize that you need to talk to someone who has occult experience in blood sorcery, in blood rituals, um, or you need to go research it yourself in some sort of occult setting. Like you've got to figure out where you can get the information that you want. And uh, the leads I can just throw out for you. Or uh, you know that Circe and Alice know about these things. You know that Dr. Orman, wherever he is, knows about these things. He used to make his haven in the old economy village, but he was Camarilla, and they all seem like they are camped down in Washington's Landing. So maybe that's why she would want to get into Washington's Landing. Um, she uh, could maybe go look more into the urn uh, and at the at the museum that you visited before that had information about those in- antiquities. That's a possibility, or maybe you, the player, actually have a fourth idea that would be better. And uh, let me know what you think would work, or what you think would be appealing I, to you, Jen. Is there any possibility, I know that the, the Inquisition just lights fire to shit, but is there any possibility that Dr. Orman's old haven, like maybe if they had to leave it in a hurry or something, yeah. that if I went there, that there might be some... Because I always want to, I think... Jen probably always wanted to go there and like look through the library and never could. Um, yeah. So if there's any potentially to go there and see if there's anything left that she could look at. Um, that is really interesting. Does she want to go tonight? I mean, I think she does. Messy critical. I think she does. Messy critical. Okay. What are you, you running? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sprinting there. Okay. Um, very good. And um, let's let's let me ask. Uh, do you, does she take anybody with her, or does she messy critical out on her own? I feel like she just goes. I feel like she's like, I'm losing them. I don't know what to do. Everything's out of my control. I'm just going to go. She gets frenzied and she's just like, I need to leave and figure this uh, out. That's great. 
So, um, uh, Jen Brown, um, you, uh, uh, you take the Tahoe, you just grab Brad's keys and you just take it. Uh, and uh, you um, end up at the old economy village. The old economy village is uh, right on the Ohio river. It is, it was at one point a commune uh, in like the 1800s uh, for, uh, you know, very religious, uh, a religious group. Um, it looks like um, almost like a, a dormitory, but there's a lot of it. Um, and you can see uh, that it stands uh, dark and brooding, covered in ivy. In fact, everything is overgrown here. And, you know, it used to have manicured lawns and, like, beautiful uh, uh, landscaping. And now it's all overgrown. So you're looking up at this sort of uh, 19th century edifice, these, like, old chimneys kind of sticking up, rising up to the sky like crooked teeth. And all of this overgrown... Um, the vines and everything on it. And uh, you may uh, go in and investigate if you'd like. I would like to. That is fun. Um, are <laughs> you going stealthily or are you going um, with alacrity uh, to, you know, are you still in the grips of your messy critical? Like you're just going to break in and start um, pulling open uh, cabinets. I mean, since I have no stealth, I'm going to say that I'm probably just a woman on a mission kind of beelining it in. Very good. There's um, no way I'm going to be able to pass a stealth roll. <laughs> Jen Brown smashes her way in through a door. Like, you know, it takes her a little time because she's not, she doesn't have like vampiric strength, but she breaks in. Um, I'm going to say, Jen Brown, you at least maybe thought to bring like a flashlight with you. Uh, and you were looking at, um, you know, there are several buildings to this. So it's going to take you the entire night. Give me a investigation roll. And I think you can use uh, wits because you're doing this okay. quickly. Like you're doing this like, you're ransacking the place. Two successes. Two successes means it does take you all night, and uh, you um, finally find the area that you think may have been uh, their private quarters uh, in one of the dormitories because it has all updated, you know, uh, fixtures. Like, and things look like they are quite luxurious. Uh, but you keep finding shelves that would have housed books and the books are like gone. Uh, like that's one of what they grabbed with them. So it appears that the Inquisition didn't make it here and burn it down. It appears that they ran before anybody found out about this haven, right? Mm -hmm. And you uh, you find like uh, four rooms and one you uh, realize belongs to Austin Maleev, the... Uh, Tremere vampire you killed at the Cathedral of Learning, or maybe Miles did, but um, you realize <laughs> that it definitely belongs to him. It's like outfitted for like a, a young man. Uh, and um, it is, uh, you're, you're fascinated by these people, by the way, Jen Brown. The things that they left include like, I mean, mathematical equations, like half erased from chalkboards, um, all kinds of occult paraphernalia that they didn't bring with them like wall hangings and things like that. But what I'm going to tell you, you do find with your two successes is uh, when you break into a room um, on the far end of the hall from the, the, the four vampires that dwelt here, um, you suddenly realize that there is a figure in that room that is not moving. And it is watching you. It's very dark in here. Would you like to take your flashlight and look at it, or would you like to leave because 
Ken Brown, you have suddenly, no role necessary, got the feeling that there is someone in here with you. I'm going to point my flashlight at it. Oh, my God. That's a how face. This, is, this, is, this is horror films. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. A face of stone greets you. Uh-oh. And a shoulder of stone and two uh, large stone wings, one of which is broken off. You are uh, merely sitting with a statue, but as your flashlight rests on it, suddenly the face moves, and you see that part of it is cracked open, and beneath there is flesh and a human-seeming eye, and suddenly the thing gets up. Um, meanwhile, uh, at the firehouse... <laughs> <laughs> no. Meanwhile, at the firehouse, um, uh, Lucius Ali, you uh, are walking up to the firehouse with Alice and Circe, and uh, Alice looks at you and goes, "Should I handle this, or do you want to, lover?" <laughs> By all means, please take over, my queen. Knock, knock, knock. Um, and uh, 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 after a little while, um, uh, um, a fireman answers. He's uh, you know, he's in his like normal clothes. He's not all dressed up to go to a fire. There's just like people that stay here overnight. Sometimes this is a working firehouse. Uh, and he's like, "Hello." She's like, "I'm here to see Jimmy." And he's like, "Sorry, there's no Jimmy here. We don't even have a." I don't even have a fireman named Jimmy. And she's like, no, he's here. You're going to let us visit. We just want to go upstairs. Yeah, okay. If you want to see Jimmy, that's cool. Um, He opens the door. Uh, and she walks in. And Circe walks in with her. Remember, Circe has like a mohawk. <laughs> like, it's like covered in tats. It's like uh, a very incongruous entrance. Um, and she takes you upstairs. And upstairs, they have like a little kitchen and some beds that people can rest on. Um, but it's, you know, it's like a, a, a ceiling that's kind of low. But yeah, that's what Circe looks like. She's just walking into the firehouse with the rest of you. Um, and uh, she takes you back to a little corner in this room where they kind of eat and where they have little beds. And there's all of these um, photos on the wall. And they're old, Lucius. They're like... They're all tapped up in like a little shrine for firemen who fell uh, on the job um, and plaques that say, you know, never forgotten and things like that. And she's like, um, she like sits down in front of it. She's like, sit. Seriously sits I down sit. beside her. I sit too. I summon the burnt man. Darlings, buddy is in need of your assistance again. We need big, strong men to help us. True Americans who aren't afraid to put themselves in danger. We're asking you to make the sacrifice again. Uh, and as she says this, like, the photos just start to kind of, like, vibrate just slightly. And Lucius, suddenly you feel not cold, but you feel like an incredible searing warmth in the room. 
uh, and you feel like there is a presence here. Uh, and uh, Lucius, you're dead. You haven't sweat in like many, many years, but suddenly you just feel like a little trickle of blood come down your forehead. She's oh like, God. say hello to the burnt men, Lucius. I think I'm just speechless. I've no, I, this is something beyond, I think like, you know, science and everything else in the world of what Lucius knows. Show yourself, darlings. My friend, he doesn't realize the sacrifices that you made for the city. Let him know you. Let him see your faces and know your names. And keep in mind, Alice is still kind of half burnt. And then suddenly Lucius like, the lights kind of flicker, and when they flicker, you suddenly realize that standing all around you in a circle are men, like, holding, like, fire axes, and men, like, even holding, like, the torn end of a hose. Uh, some of them are still in fire gear, but they're all, like, charred corpses, and there is a smell of burnt flesh that wafts over your nose. And seriously, like... Do I... Yeah... Circe's excited. She's like, hello. Thank you for your sacrifice, she says to them. And then I'm sort of going to look at Alice and kind of like be like, are they... Are they... These are, they can still physically harm, touch. What, what are these? <sighs> she smiles and is like, these are brave men, Lucius. They're men that know that their lives are nothing compared to the great work that is the American experiment. <laughs> I'm then going to just sort of be like, okay, and be like, yes, thank you for your services, heroes of this beautiful land um uh and then when that happens suddenly they sort of just fully kind of start you know they're half translucent but um you know occasionally like it's like a little bit of like a a, a burning coal just glows for a second and you see them and they're all looking at you lucius and so that's when um uh alice turns to you and says this is lucius buddy's friend Buddy wants you to help him. You know Buddy. You know he was overseas. You know he fought in the big one. He was in the bulge. Lucius has something he needs you to help him with. Lucius, these, these people you want the burnt men to help you with. Communists? Yes, the most rotten communists and enemies of the land that we are facing. They burn really bright for a moment, all of them. Who believe in sharing what is we have all worked hard for. Uh, <laughs> horrible. Not the turn that I thought this game horrible. was going to take. I'm like literally just revealing all my Britishness here right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, 
<laughs> well, I think it's great you having to kind of navigate it as the character and yeah. as uh, and yeah. as uh, our friend Abu. But you're doing great. So um, yeah. she's like, tell them what they need to do before we lay siege upon these horrendous, vile, putrid, infected-minded people. Um, we must learn and understand what they are doing and what they plan to do to our beautiful, beautiful home. Once we understand everything, their ins and outs, their weaknesses, their strengths, then we can truly bring back the American dream. <laughs> Um, Alice smiles at you, but it's like very like guarded and hidden. And then she looks back at them and she goes, River Run Properties, Washington's Landing. Tell us everything. Buddy commands it. Um, and um, <laughs> that is when like you hear like very, like very faintly, like far off, like ding, 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 uh, and then all of a sudden, it's normal temperature again. And she's like, okay, they're gone. <sighs> I'm hungry. <You> said... <laughs> wait, 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 Alice. Alice you, need, you must explain this. You said they were Buddy's friends. How does... Who is Buddy? <sighs> He's my master, baby. He's glorious. And we're going to find out if the cam has him. Then we're going to get him back. And then she goes down the pole. <laughs> I'm going to look at Clara and sort of be like, are you, are you okay? Okay. Loosh. That was awesome. <laughs> okay. <laughs> then go down the pole. <laughs> um, okay. So um, I think that the final thing that we will do um, tonight, uh, well, I just want to check in with Curtis and then I want to have a final check in with Jen Brown. <laughs> Curtis, Curtis what's, like, what's okay, up with you? I love a plan. Okay. <laughs> Doing fine. Where did everybody go? But yeah. Curtis, you can, you can call like a last action for uh, tonight for this session, if you'd like. Um, I just don't want to leave you hanging. So uh, I think, yeah, I think it might be a thing of uh, um yeah, I step out of the little meeting with Brad after like, okay, we'll see how tomorrow night develops. And then uh, maybe a little uh, trip to Philadelphia, trip to Philly. Hey, uh, so Jen, we, and I start, and I look around the, the tanning salon. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Dylan is there and she says, she just ran out. Just ran out. And Brad's like, who the fuck took my car? And I, um, it's like, hey, and I grab my phone and uh, or grab Dylan's phone if I don't have one. And I text Jen. Um, Jen, uh, the phone buzzes in your pocket. This is this is our final scene as this I'm thing sort of lurches toward you. Yeah. Um, and it's like moving toward you. Jen Brown, what do you do? Is oh, by the, the way, that I talked to before. This is the gargoyle that put you into torpor, Jen Brown. Right, 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 right. And it looks exactly the same because part of it is cracked open. Okay. 
I'm cool. going to, <laughs> since hopefully Bob's not here, I'm going to try to talk to it again. Okay. What are you going to use? Um, oh boy. Uh, maybe, uh, I think, is it possible to do like, intelligence plus persuasion or charisma plus intelligence or just to sort of check just to sort of find what i to see if i can glean what will calm this thing down and get it to not attack me yes it is um if you give me a i'm gonna allow it to be what, what was the persuasion you said i can't do two attributes right i couldn't do you could you can sometimes they allow it they especially put it into disciplines yeah give me charisma plus intelligence okay Okay, that's a pretty good dice pool. Let's see what happens. Um, by the way, in order for you to figure it out and to implement it, you need like four successes. I got five. Yeah. Jen Brown, this thing is a servitor. It served the Tremere. You must talk to it as a servitor. Um, or, because before you tried to connect with its humanity and it didn't work, remember? Mm -hmm. um, so you must kind of, this thing is coming toward you. Um, it probably senses that you are kindred. You must communicate with it as uh, as what it is, a, a, a creature that has been created to serve the kindred. What do you do? I am your new master. Thanks for listening. Keep up with our schedule and find out about all the forward. cool things we have planned by following us on Twitter and Instagram at underscore stream of blood underscore. We're on Reddit at r forward slash stream of blood and join the stream of blood Facebook group. This podcast is produced by Andrew Strother, Brian Baldinger, and Clinton Trucks. I've been your storyteller, Jared Logan. Forceful Jen Brown was there. I am your new master. <laughs> What's up, SOB? This podcast producer Andrew here reminding you that you can catch Jared and the Stream of Blood crew live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Stereo app. Check out the link in the show notes or on any of our social media channels. You can download the Stereo app from the App Store or Google Play Store and follow us on there at Stream of Blood. We're so excited to be partnering with them to bring our fans and community even more awesome content. And with the Stereo app, you can even leave messages for us that we can listen to and play back on the stream. It's a great way to get involved and support the show. So hit the link in the show notes and we'll chat with you there soon.